Hi, I'm John Byrne with Poets and Quants. Welcome to our podcast series on the Mendoza College of Business at the University of Notre Dame. Today, we have an alum of the Accelerated MBA program at Mendoza, Tiffany Lee. She's in Charlotte, North Carolina. She's an assistant vice president at the Bank of America in its leadership development program. Before entering the MBA program at Notre Dame, she racked up 10 years of professional experience. She's a CPA at PwC. She worked for a few nonprofits. She even started her own music and film company before, in fact, returning to PwC and deciding that she wanted to get an MBA. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, John. I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy to have you. So what was it that made you decide you needed an MBA? I wanted an MBA to help me transition out of the career in accounting, but I had first looked into programs just a few years out of undergrad, but I didn't feel that it was the right time. So I revisited the thought back in at the end of 2014 and very quickly made up my mind that it was what I wanted to do and it was the right move to, to pivot to another career. And you decided to go for the one-year program as opposed to the more traditional two-year you have an undergraduate degree in business administration and you had plenty of work experience. Is that primarily why you chose the one-year route? Absolutely. I wanted to get in, get the education, have the experience, but not spend two years out of the workforce. As you mentioned, with 10 years of work experience, I didn't feel that I needed an internship to make the switch. So um, it worked out well for me. That's great. How did you come to select Mendoza? Well, you know, Notre Dame is just such a special place. And of course, looking at one-year programs, it was definitely at the top of my list. And once I got to campus, I just fit right in. I, I felt like it was home. So I quickly accepted the offer once it was made for me to come to the program. That's great. So, so bring us through the program. So you arrive on campus when, and then what happens? And then just bring us through in a sort of chronological fashion. So and, and for the one-year program, you arrive on campus around Memorial Day weekend. And for my year, we started the Tuesday after Memorial Day. We had orientation for four days. My class had about 60 students. And we quickly got to know each other, that's for sure. We had a WhatsApp group started before we even got to campus. So we were getting pretty familiar with each other. And we then started classes that following Monday. So for the summer, we did 17 to 18 credits. So our classes would be like a typical class, like accounting and statistics were the first two classes. You would have one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Everyone was on the same schedule in the same class, going through the same experience. So it was a it was a great bonding experience for sure for um for us. And you had midterms on Fridays, final exams on Fridays. We thought the summer was busy until we got to the fall semester when we had more demands on our time, such as football games, club activities, you know, job searching. In the summer it was very protected, but once fall started, it was it was game on. That's great. How challenging was it to go back to school after being away from it for 10 years? It was pretty difficult, but honestly, preparing for the GMAT, <laughs> I think, uh, gets you a little bit prepared. But, you know, just not having a, a traditional schedule, you know, the eight, you know, eight to 10 hours sitting at your desk was 
a little bit different, but I I loved it. I loved every single minute of it. It was pretty challenging. Don't get me wrong, but I, I loved it. And the fact that you're packing in an MBA in one year as opposed to two, I would think the intensity of the program is greater as well, right? Yes. It was very intense in the summer because we had to pack in all of the core classes within 10 weeks. And we had one week off and then we jumped right into the fall semester. So it's it's challenging for us because we have to think very strategically about how we want to spend that year and the classes that we want to take. Because, you know, you may not have as many opportunities if a class is only offered once or if there's a conflict with another class that you really want to take. So you just have to be very mindful of how you spend your time and make the most out of that one year. And you mentioned earlier that you went into the MBA program knowing that you wanted to use it as a transitional tool into a different kind of career and away from accounting. And yet, you know, one-year programs, as you pointed out, tend not to have, obviously, internships that tend to ease those transitions. So were there things that you had to do in the program to kind of get yourself in a good position to leverage it, to change your career? Yes, networking, a lot of networking. So Bank of America was high on my list and I connected with career services early in the summer to make, you know, to let them know my goals, what I wanted to do. And they put me in contact with the interns who had who were currently at Bank of America and I met them in person when we when they got back to campus and then they connected me to others in Bank of America who were Notre Dame alumni and were in the program that leadership development program that I'm currently in so that really really helped me set myself apart and and it got me the job so the fighting irish alumni network came through Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we even still try to maintain that at the bank. We have quarterly lunches and also the alumni club here in Charlotte meets pretty regularly. So yes, the alumni network is exactly as strong as it's known to be. And Tiffany, in a one-year MBA program, do you have a major or concentration? Yes. With the one-year program, you are able to concentrate. And my concentration was business leadership because I wanted to take classes in a, a few different areas as opposed to focusing on like marketing or finance. So that really worked well for me. I, I took classes in innovation, a couple in, in strategy, and also a few finance classes. And looking back on your experience, what would you say were you know a couple of classes that really made a difference to you? There were a, there were definitely a few. So one, I have two really favorite classes, or actually probably three. One was called, um, it was an innovation class. And we worked on a project that would really disrupt the market. That was one of my favorites. Also, Judgment with Viva Barkas. She teaches it in the spring and you have to apply to, uh, to the class. It's not just as simple as signing up. You actually have to submit an application and she reviews them and selects the students for the class. And what is judgment about? What do you, what do you learn? So it was a case study class. So for example, we would review a business scenario and she would give us a prompt and we would have to make a decision based on research and present our case. Part of the class may be for it, part of the class may be against it. So you had to present your best argument for or against a particular scenario. And then we would present on it. 
But the cool thing about that class is that she would bring in an executive from that company that was a big part of that decision. So Stephanie Gallo from Gallo Wines was there. Uh, She talked about the acquisition of Barefoot. And also we had a retired army general who had written a book. We also had another executive come in as well. So it was a pretty cool class. And then you said you had a third favorite. Which one was that? Yes. I can't remember the name. It was a bit long, but it was with a new to Mendoza professor named Chris Atkins. And what I loved about him is that he made ethics and leadership very, very personal to us. He assigned each of us a book based on our personal preferences to read and really kind of explore our own ethical journey and leadership. And everyone had a very different book, but our classes were just they were just very enlightening. He had a way of conveying content and generating conversation in a way that I had not seen before. And I should add that Chris is actually part of our podcast series, and we will have a segment with him. So people should really tune into that. He was terrific, incidentally. What book did you read? I'm curious. I read, I believe it was Giving Voice to Values. Oh, okay. I think I'm not I I know that was one of the books that we read but honestly I can I've read so many but so many books since Mendoza I think it's it's just not top of mind right now but I know giving voice to values was one book that we read and how did you find the experience in terms of you know just personal like what was the culture of the school and what kind of interactions did you have with your classmates How bonded did you feel uh, once you graduated from the program? Well, the one-year program has a bond that is unlike any other because we spend so much time together. So we started connecting right as as soon as we got to campus. I, I actually remember during orientation, we had a lunch with the dean at the time, and um, the NBA finals were on, and I was part of the self-named social committee, and I got on the microphone after lunch, and the dean was still sitting there, and invited everyone to the bar to watch the NBA finals. And I didn't care if you didn't like basketball. It was more for us to just get together and get to know each other. So that sense of community really continued throughout our entire time there because we used to celebrate every Friday. Hey, we just took a midterm or took a final exam. We need to celebrate. So that continued even, you know, as the the fall and spring semesters came and I'm still really close with a number of my classmates to this day. So Mendoza is just a very inclusive environment. I felt that I could bring my whole self without really being judged and I absolutely loved it. The professors were phenomenal. And it's a very diverse student body, for sure. Yep. And if you had to change anything about your experience, what would it be? If I had to change one thing, I always say that I wish I'd had one more quarter to take. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get enough. If I, if, I, if I could do it all over again, I would have extended my time one more quarter to take a few other classes and experience the football team in person for, you know, another few games. Unfortunately, I haven't been back to campus for a game, but I I went back for recruiting last fall. But yeah, I wish I had taken a few more analytics classes 
and maybe a marketing class. That's a great sign that you had a wonderful experience because if, if you didn't, you wouldn't want to go back and do more. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I still keep in contact with career services and a number of people on campus. So um, I, I love my time there and I just wish it had been just slightly longer than one year. Not quite the two years, but just a little bit longer. And do one-year MBAs have much interaction with two-year MBAs? Oh, absolutely. So some of our introductory classes are, um, we can't cover them all in the in the summer. So like our ethics class, we take with the first year students, but many of our classes are with the second year students. Yeah, I imagine that's especially true for all the electives, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So there's there's definitely a lot of commingling with that. So yeah, we, we spend a lot of time with them. And you know, Mendoza's not a, a really big program, so we see each other all the time. So Tiffany, if you had advice to give to someone who's considering an MBA program and is a little undecided about whether to do the two year program or the one year program, what advice would you give them? Well, I would advise them to really think about their career, their experience, and if they may be able to translate or make the switch to their their next phase. Like for example, if someone is just looking to stay in the same field, but just put themselves on a, a faster trajectory, then a one-year program probably be a good fit. For someone who is doing a major, major career switch, then the two-year program often is the better option. However, in my one-year class, there were definitely a, a mix of that. There were people who who did the one-year program just so that they could get back to work faster without having to be out of work for so long. So, it, you right. know, it, it just varies. But, you know, everyone makes that decision for themselves. But I definitely recommend that, you know, talk to people who have done it. If they have any connections to, you know, admissions advisors, that would be a good resource. But that would be my advice. And then also when it comes to selecting a program, I highly, highly recommend going to campus and understanding the the place where you're going to spend one to two years of your life because you want to be comfortable there. You want to feel that you'll be able to thrive in that environment because that's really, really important. Exactly. Visit the campus. That's, that's a real crucial element uh, to making the right decision for you. Tiffany, thank you so much for your time and your help. Good luck to you at Bank of America. Thanks, John. I really appreciate doing this. So have a great rest of the day. All righty. That was Tiffany Lee, Assistant Vice President at the Bank of America in Charlotte. She graduated from the Mendoza Accelerated One-Year MBA program in May of 2017 and used the degree transition into a new career out of accounting. And this is part of our podcast series on the Mendoza College of Business at the University of Notre Dame. Join us for another segment soon. This is John Byrne with Poets and Quants. Thanks for listening.